Hello, and welcome to the No Lights Paranormal Podcast, where three nerdy paranormal investigators sit down and discuss spooky stories from the web. My name is Joe. I'm the lead investigator. I am Teresa, the lead researcher. I am your shaman of sound, your tech wizard, Alex. Shaman. (laughs) All right, and with that, let's get into the announcements. (laughs) Hey, shaman kind of goes this week. It does, it does. That's true, that's true. Yeah, so announcements. So um, you are actually going to hear this after the event. Uh, I apologize for that. But tomorrow evening is um, the first Friday in Wadsworth. Mm -hmm. They're doing a chili cook-off to support um, their law enforcement and fire department and EMTs and all that good stuff. So we're going to be there, and I'm very hopeful that it's going to be an awesome time. We're going to be sitting with Mountain and Flame, who is good friends of ours, over across from the marathon in, in the main section of the city. Hi, we're Summer. Also, hi, Summer. We're also going to be selling um, our aprons with our logo and doing a raffle for a ghost hunt. And this is the big announcement. So coming up next Thursday... We are going to the old Paulding Jail in Paulding, Ohio. With that said, we have spots for eight people. There are four of us. Yes, that's right. I said four. We picked up a new member, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We did, and she will be here next week. No longer the free three. We're the core four. That's right. So Liv, she could not be here this evening because the flu has taken over the whole wide world. But uh, she will definitely be here next week. So what we are doing is we're doing $20, gets you a ticket to enter the drawing that you and a friend could potentially come with us using our equipment, our gas money, and all that lovely stuff to do this investigation with us Mm -hmm. in Paulding. So we are super ridiculously excited about that. So heads up, if you hear this on Monday when we drop this podcast and you want to go with us, let us know. Shoot us a message. Because yes. we ain't got much time left at that point. And also, if you're curious about what that place is, look up the, I think it was Jack Osborne that did it, Portals to Hell. Mm-hmm. You can find it streaming. He actually investigated the place and it was It was a active. great episode. Yep, it was It was uh, Katrina Weidman and Jack Osborne on, on an episode of Portals to Hell, which you can find on the Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Or it Discovery was, Plus, you are looking for Season 2, Episode 1 is The Old Paulding Jail. It was fabulous. I Even if you don't, even if you already know what it is, I still highly recommend you take a look at this episode because it was pretty good. So, um, next week... I'm just going to go ahead and say this right away. Next week, our episode is going to be all about our findings at the old Paulding Jail. Yes. Uh, We're going to tell you about EVPs. Hopefully, we can figure out a way to play them for you. We're going to post pictures on the Facebook site, the whole nine yards. Actually, you know what? Alternatively, probably not next week. Probably the following week. Since we're recording the day we get back, we probably (laughs) will not have evidence reviewed. I probably will not have evidence reviewed yet. You're right, because that's going to be like eight solid hours of eight cameras and four recorders. It's going to be a witch with a capital B. Exactly. (laughs) So, episode 12, Old Paulding Jail. But But I do promise will tell stories oh yeah oh yeah that's a so good. many stories that's kind of what the podcast is designed to do so yeah yeah we love stories now this week um is our 10th episode we were super excited about this one so we decided to take on a viewer suggestion 
for a yes. topic, which... Well, it was kind of my suggestion, but John backed it up, but yeah. John backed <laughs> it up, that's right. So our very good friend John, who is also going to become our brand new podcast editor, has given us a couple of different options for episodes that he would like to hear. This week, we are covering the occult. Uh, not just the occult, but occult that had occult goings on that had effects in history and or with the government ties. Not that it was the government, but they tied in with it. And and I have actually stepped clean out of my comfort zone and gone straight into a literal cult yeah. that then transfers into some paranormal activity left behind by that cult. Yes. You're going to get some wide variety with this one. Yes, yes, you will. And I tried to... We all decided, like, this is kind of out of the realm of what we used to talk about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. So we tried to tie it back into what we used to talk about by finding spooky stories that went along yeah, with Yeah, that's why I'm found. doing ghost stories about it. Yes. Because I, I didn't want to just talk about a cult and not talk about right. ghosts. <laughs> so I think what we'll do this week is we'll go totally out of character... Uh, I am perfectly willing to start this week, which is a rarity for me because for Facts. some reason I like to end. Facts. Uh, then I guess I'll throw it to Joe because I feel like, well, I mean, Joe might have some ghost story in his, but I feel like yours is probably the most ghost story centric. Mine, yes, mine yes. is very ghosty. Mine yes. is very ghosty. Mine's just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with it. So yeah, Alex, go ahead and start us off, bro. Oh, before before you start, I also just want to say thank you so much to every single one of our listeners. We see you, and, and we love you. All right. So, uh, with our, this episode revolving around kind of like uh, the occult slash mass suggestion slash government slash cult, like... Look, again, wide spectrum. Yeah. Uh, I thought what I would do uh, to start off this episode is actually define a cult. Uh, so a cult means uh, that which is covered or hidden. Uh, the term applies to a wide variety of doctrines and practices ranging from elaborate belief systems such as theosophy and anthrosophy to sorcery, witchcraft, and a wide range of divinatory practices. Um, It is believed, slash under the impression, um, that a cult comes to the forefront in times of social stress, cultural confusion, and religious uncertainty, which is, oddly enough, where many of us may be sitting right now. Right. Mm Um, so for my topic, um, I went with, so I went down a weird rabbit hole and what I was originally going to go with was like the, the, the deal of pass. All right. Um, you guys all know the story. Nine hikers disappeared. The government kind of covered it up slash didn't really give a reason to what happened to them. That was actually a phenomenal story. I would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, Maybe a future episode. Maybe However, he did not go with it. <laughs> maybe maybe hikers gone wrong. We all like hiking here. True. Um, oh, that'd be a great one. Sorry, but <laughs> we could talk so, for a week about Yellowstone. Jesus. The idea is um, so. What that led me into is uh, 
Soviet occult, Russian occult. I say Russian, but a lot of it goes back to Imperial Russia, which was the USSR. No. So, like, it expands to, uh, like, a lot of Slavic territories. Right, right. Czechoslovakia, the Ukraine, Bulgaria, like, a lot of those countries over there. The deep accents. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, old Russia. Yeah. The USSR. Yeah. Um, so, that sent me down a super weird rabbit hole. Uh, Joe, thanks a lot for that. Like, You're that's welcome. That's not really something that I needed to delve into. Um, the irony is, so, every time that Joe comes up with a topic... Actually, no, it was my wife last time. Uh, but you guys and your topics, somehow I am always the person in the show that runs into a master's thesis that was written on that topic. <laughs> huh. I've noticed. I've noticed. So, from the University of Pitt, I actually ran into a 28-page master's thesis that was written on Russian occultism hmm. and how it goes from uh, old imperial Russia completely and utterly to today's New Age Russia. No. Um, so. You got the cough. It's you way. today. Yep. It's you with the cough today. Uh, I paused so John could edit. He's going to edit. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how the edit goes now. Thanks, John. Uh, again, we're learning. Um, and furthermore, any critiques that you guys have, any topics that you guys want to see, uh, as you can see, we're doing a mixture between our idea, probably because we forgot what John I, John's ideas were, and no, I didn't. one of the things that John mentioned. So... Again, we are going through your topics. So if you send us topics, we'd be happy to discuss. Yeah, exactly. we, we actually will cover them, I promise. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so where I want to start with this is... Uh, so apparently, occult stuff is still very prevalent in modern-day Russia today. Yeah. Um, I have been told... Uh, well, I haven't been told, but I have read and researched that if you look up... Um, like Russian classifieds, like actually in Russian newspapers. Yeah. Uh, probably the whole back three to five pages is occult practices, hedge witches, like I will send you a love potion, like I will give you financial advice, right. like weird stuff, right? Uh, so my mini first story uh, starts off with uh, in 1989, there was a faith healer named Anatoly. Kasparovsky, um, who was on Russian television, who would appeal to viewers to place pots and pans full of water by their television sets during his show so that their contents would be charged with healing properties by being exposed to his waves of telepathic energy. Um, Mind freak. <laughs> according to... A Russian newspaper, a 1990 poll, showed that 52.3% of the respondents believed that Kasparovsky's techniques could cure illness. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's weird and it's all over the place there. Um, I also... So, I want to discuss that it seems like even in Russia... It's times of, like, hardship and, like, 
political upheaval, like the end of the Stalin era, mm-hmm. where people are reaching for different like religions and like this and that, yeah. social and government and civil unrest. Yeah. It yeah. feels back. It feels like they go back to their not so much pagan traditions, but like folk traditions, like like the hedge witches. Like, <coughs> let's think. Uh, Appalachian stuff. Uh, Joe, I know some of your family's from, like, down south. Like, my mm-hmm. grandparents are from, like, the Appalachian Mountains in the Kentuckys. And, like, they've got home remedies for everything. Right. So, um... <laughs> That's part of my TikTok. It's just... It's weird because it's... It goes back to, like... I don't want to say self-preservation, but... Uh, let's control the things that we can control and let's take it out of the hands of this and try to put it right. there. Um, and now that you're saying that, I'm absolutely floored that I did not go with uh, occult-type practices <laughs> in the Appalachia region. I, I, it's, it's, it floors me that I did not do that. I, it should have been like the tip of my tongue kind of stuff. Uh, absolutely agreed. Um, it's just it's one of those things of again. So if you guys are listeners. We've all got family from down in that region somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they still believe in weird old ways like planting uh-huh. jars around the yard to yep. ward off evil spirits. Uh, it's, yep. um, it's a thing. It's a thing. So the second quick and interesting story that I found uh, was at one point there was a Kazakh-born leader, former agent of the Kremlin... Uh, named Grigory Grabovoy, uh, who liked to be referred to as the second coming, (laughs) ironically enough. Uh, Grabovoy made... So here's the interesting part, and this goes back to how modern it is. So Grabovoy made big news across all of Russia in 2004 when he proposed to resurrect for the small fee of 1,500 rubles. (laughs) Small fee. Small uh, the children that were killed in the Beslan siege, which is apparently back then, it was a terrorist yeah, atrocity that was referred to as Russia's very own 9-11. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was taken up on an offer by a number of grieving parents, but no miracles or, strangely enough, refunds yeah. were, <laughs> were forthcoming. Uh, he was eventually jailed on fraud charges, but mm. released... Uh, to the unfortunateism to both the country and the public outrage in May 2010 after serving just four years. Wow. So, the irony is, did he break any laws? No. Was it in super poor taste and right. not... Well, I mean, it was for sure fraud. He offered a service he could not provide, or did not provide. Actually, I think I remember this guy. There, I don't mean to cut you off, but there was You're a... Fine. There was a a thing that made my dad watch it one time, and my dad was telling me about it, and I think it was this dude, to where he was, like you were describing in the in the story. Um, and then they caught him being a fraud. <laughs> he was trying to levitate something, and the interviewer caught the wire that he Ooh. was using. And it, the how the TV program went, it's like how he had that and then lost it for some reason. So, yeah, that's I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, but, that's funny. So the irony is that what I found was, believe it or not, a lot of mysticism and occult practices is um, 
not only seen but encouraged by the Russian government. It's yeah. it's super weird. Like, look, uh, I'm not going to go into the stories, but I've heard weird stories about even circles of witches nowadays yeah. with the with the conflict that's going on over there right now. Like, I've heard circles of witch stories on both sides. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> that's that's interesting. <laughs> Um, so one thing that I did want to mention on the weirdly religious slash occult aspect of it is one reason that they think the government backs the occultism over there as much as it does is because the main religion over there is Russian Orthodox. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the thing about Russian Orthodoxy is that it doesn't discourage personal religious experience. Unlike at the time with imperialist Russia, there was that, and then there was, like, the Roman Catholics, and Romans would literally call you heretical. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you are sentenced to hanging and death <coughs> for yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But Russians with their... And it could have to do with a lot of population, right? The USSR at the time has a huge land mass. Oh, it was massive. And many of them are tiny villages. Well... You know, so realistically, Russia is still a massive piece of land. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I don't know the difference in the segregation between Russia and Siberia right now. I know that like a lot of the smaller countries are wiped out. Right. I don't know whether Siberia is considered. I don't think it's considered its own country. I think Siberia is still a part of Russia right now. I actually don't have but any clue. I don't know. If you could talk to your boss, Yelena, and find out, Yelena would know. <laughs> Students yes. of history, we are. We, yes. we do like history, but yeah. no, I mean that's that's well, basically my stories, and that's what I found interesting. I just the world is forever changing, so yes, we we fall back if we get busy sometimes. But no, that was actually really cool. Right, yeah. the fun part was so the story about the Grigory guy that was offering resurrections that was literally printed in the Moscow Times. No, <laughs> which is our main source of news. Yes, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it, it, I, this is the reason why I love this topic is because I've always found. Other countries' way of living to be fascinating to me. Uh, I recently had a conversation with my cousin who lives in um, Vietnam. almost forgot that. And he said that their way of living over there is so backwards that it took him time to get used to it. And I was like, well, bud, you got to remember to them, you're the backwards one. Right. Because you don't, you're not, a, you're not there. You weren't born there. You haven't dealt with this. So I like to think outside the bubble that is American way of thinking and think of how someone else lives. And it's been fascinating to find that out. Absolutely agreed. Um, Thanks to Google, I just figured out the answer to this question. It says, no, Siberia is not a country. It is a region and it is, in fact, part of Russia. Okay. Uh, and then another little tidbit says that most of Siberia is part of Russian Confederation. So, yeah. Nice. All right. So, the more uh, you know. Exactly. <coughs> exactly. And then we see the little rainbow. I love it. Reading rainbow. <laughs> listen, some of these kids listening to this podcast do not know what that rainbow no, is. No. You know what? That's okay. Or That's LeVar okay. Burton. But, uh, True. Um, okay, so it's my turn if you're all done. Yep. Yeah. Good to go. Okay, I will start before I say this and go into the story. I am talking about something here that has been very tragic in the world's history. Um... I do not agree with any shape or form the ideas of this group, and I strongly will fight against this group if they are around. 
Um, I'm going to be saying certain names, so if you're offended by that, I am sorry. But it goes with the story and the theme that I am going for. But just know that this is just a story. It's not my personal beliefs. But I will be talking about the Third Reich, which is kind of everybody's like, I'm about ready to stab you, go to. But this one in particular of the way they used the occult practices to gain power and go further into it than what they should have to confuse the masses and pretty much gain a population of, forgive me, lack of a better term, sheep that fell in line because civil unrest, um, religious uncertainty, it made them feel better about themselves and some shysters took advantage of that. Uh, the particular story that I found when I mentioned earlier saying that it ranges <laughs> because it actually has all the big hitters in Nazi Germany. Um, as far as Hitler himself, Heinrich Himmler, uh, Go uh, Goebbels, um, whole bunch of like big hitters were in this story. Uh, and if you want the story itself, it's on history.net or historynet.com. We'll post a link. Uh, the only problem is with it, you might not be able to get to it because you literally have to sign up for it and pay for it. Uh, I thought it was inter interesting enough to do it because I like the site. Uh, and if you want to look up this specific one, it's called Adolf Hitler Obsessed with the Occult. And in 1940, Hans Binder, Germany's best known parapsychologist, wrote Karl Ernst Kraff, a Swiss astrologer at the University of Bonn. Um, I guess they had went there, known, known each other, and did all that. This guy, Kraft, or Kraft um, predicted Hitler's assassination attempt. The one that they made the movie Valkyrie about. And he went and did it by using Nostradamus's form of fortune-telling and all that. Uh, oh, yeah. It, read the article. It is super fascinating. Now, Nostradamus, that's one seriously intriguing right. figure. But, oddly enough, this story went the same as Nostradamus. Uh, they started using, this is where they kind of used it against people. They started using astrology as a way to influence the masses. And, oddly enough, the United States, to fight back against it, because they started... Germany started using its propaganda mm -hmm. to influence people. U.S. started to fight against it and started sending ads over there or something like that to where it went against Hitler's own astrological sign. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so it was just a lot of interesting stuff that that happened. But, um, no, they started using a lot of Nostradamus' technique to predict certain things. Whether or not that's true, I have no idea. But it is in the story, and I tried to find a story that was backed up by historical facts, so I didn't go into the, as my buddy Alice calls it, tinfoil hat guys, <laughs> uh, conspiracy theories. Because conspiracy theories, that's all they are. They're just theories. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, this one even went as far as using propaganda to influence the masses of Germany to follow Hitler, and that's how he gained power. And then once he got into power, <clears throat> the SS, he used them as their his own paranormal researchers that went across the globe to find religious artifacts to actually either inspire his soldiers because they thought they had, like the movie Indiana Jones, 
it's not far off. <laughs> you find the Holy Grail, you he must didn't be find awesome. it. Well, it was the Ark of the Covenant, not the Holy Grail. Uh, <laughs> my point. Yes. Uh, because in the story of the Ark of the Covenant, the Israelites used that as to the forefront of their battles, and that's how they won all their battles. Right. Hitler used that as a. Uh, I hey, I have this. I can win every battle. Even to the Spear of Longinus, the Spear of Destiny. He even tried to find that. Um, <laughs> and then it goes in a little conspiracy theory range to where they went up to or down to the South Pole and found weird people there, and that's how they come up with the Aryan race theory. It goes through the whole gamut of things. It's a that's, it's an interesting read, and I, I implore you guys to read it if you can. Um, but it, it ties in a lot of things with this subject that I kind of find fascinating. Uh, people using the occult or their gifts, as you talked about in the spiritualist movement, as a way to ingratiate themselves into history yeah. and totally screw it up because they don't know what they're doing. Had that never happened, if you know Kraft and all the other guys hadn't delved into that, we not we may not know of Nazi Germany. True. That may have not happened. Who knows? I may be reaching, but who knows? Um, long story short, at the end of the thing, it actually Kraft ended up going on a renegade mission by himself because he had a supernatural dream, huh. and he went against <clears throat> Hitler's wishes because he was trying to reconcile with Russia, so that Hitler didn't turn against them. Uh, yeah, it gets that deep. It's a really interesting read, guys. Um, and then they were caught, actually, he crash-landed in Scotland, which, while he was going to Russia and then crash-landed in Scotland, he must, navigation was probably crap back then. But uh, <laughs> um, he was captured by British intelligence and then imprisoned for 46 years until oh, he wow. ended up dying. And then the rest of Hitler's time, as we all know how it ended, yeah. Didn't work out well. So just weird things that happen with it. And mind you, when you read this article, you're going to go into a huge gamut of stuff about him actually trying to change people to give them superhuman powers, which that's been yeah. a known thing for a while. People are trying to do that. Yeah, um, trying to make the perfect Which race. brings me into the supernatural realm of this conversation because I actually found... It's called the Con Barracks in Germany. Um... Actually, I tried to pronounce the name, but I ended up screwing it up so bad that I was afraid to try it again. Um, I think it's Schweinfurt. Sorry if I sound like the Swedish chef there. Schweinfurt. Uh, yes, like. thank you. Uh, apparently, it's where they held human ex human experiments at. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's ghosts. They see Nazi Germany soldiers there. They see ex weird things that happen there all the time. I mean, people were tortured literally yes it was awful. yes and that's not the other one that nazi germany was doing yeah that's this not, is something something separate yeah this is their their medical basically they called the medical experiments trying to mm -hmm. figure out how to enhance uh called super beings. soldiers that's yes. right make super soldiers yes yeah it was it was just actually wild. the article starts off and i found it hilarious that it said i almost skipped past the whole thing because of how it started off saying that if you want to know about all of the occult things that Nazi Germany was doing, don't watch certain movies. Watch Captain America Civil War, or uh, Captain America the first one. <laughs> because I mean, it's yeah. more historically accurate. That actually is pretty, um, yeah, I agree with that. 
And I was like, oh, man, this is a Marvel thing. I don't want to watch it. And then I was like, wait, hold on. No, this makes uh, sense. But no, it, it, like I said, it goes to the, the, the theory of what I'm trying, not the theory, but the, the basis of what I'm trying to talk about here is, and I mentioned it in the spiritualist movement, one, two, people use stuff like this to influence masses. Mm-hmm. If you want a good movie to watch that really hones it in and talks about everything that I'm talking about here, The Book of Eli. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a great movie. Denzel Washington, great actor. Um, but yeah, that's my story. It's weird. It's all over the place. Going in from Hitler to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it makes sense though. Yes. There was a lot of and again, we we hearken back to the episode we did on the spiritualist movement. Um, all all of all of the things that have to do with quote unquote paranormal. Um, fall into this occult sort of yes. sort of behavior thing. So you know, like the Ouija boards and um, interesting religions, and you know, table mm-hmm. table. What do they call it? Table tipping. Table tipping. Yeah. Um, literally, all of that the is finger and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All of that is considered occult activity. Yeah. So yeah, interesting and stuff. Also. I want to mention this. There's a, a thing on YouTube that you guys can look up, and I'll give the link to these guys so they can post it. It's called Hitler's Monsters, A Supernatural History of the Third Reich. It's on YouTube. You can find it. It's actually a book written. Huh. I've never read the book, but I did watch the video. Very intriguing. Awesome. Very in-depth. This dude really did his research on it. Um, and he even goes, he kind of got weird and even talks about werewolves that they were trying to get. So it, it goes all over the place, guys. Like, these people were insane with power and all that so with that i'll shut up now and let Teresa go into her no, story no i loved uh-huh. it i loved it so i'm actually gonna cover uh the people's temple agricultural project um better known as jonestown hmm. it was um a little tiny place uh right outside of the capital city of georgetown guyana and he the guy literally picked this place out of the middle of absolute nowhere jungle, cleared it out, and decided this is where his little community of people were going to live. Uh, it stems from the People's Temple Church, which started out in Indiana, no. and then eventually moved to California, from California, San Francisco to be specific. It eventually moved out completely out of the country uh, because people wouldn't leave them alone, and he really, really wanted to be God. <laughs> So he, he just convinced all of these people that he was God and following him was the correct way to live their life. So once, you know, people started digging into it saying, hey, this is corrupt. Hey, this guy's, you know, taking money from people. This guy's, you know, using all of this wealth and all of this power to, you know, subjugate and basically enslave people uh, to his will and what, what is in his mind. Um, they said, okay, well, that's, that's enough. We don't want anybody involved. We don't want anybody shutting this down. So Mr. Jim Jones yeah. decided to pack up his entire congregation and move to the jungle. So why not? <laughs> right. It just seems like the thing to do. Well, let's be honest. People wouldn't leave him alone because he was kind of sketch. He was sketch. No. He was super <laughs> sketch. Yeah. So... Um, You're weird. <laughs> what, what is really, really crappy about this is that uh, Ghana is a relatively small country mm-hmm. uh, even even to this day you know if its borders slightly expanded it's a small small country 
And it was a very peaceful country at this time. And unfortunately, um, the People's Temple brought in just the worst of the worst badness. We're talking like <clears throat> literal truckload tons of drugs uh, smuggled into Guyana to go into Jonestown. These people were high as a kite constantly. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> right? So um, Jim Jones, he, he truly believed himself to be the Messiah. And yeah. he quite literally used brainwashing techniques such as, you know, if you don't listen to me, you're going to go to hell. Um, if you don't do what I'm telling you to do, then, you know, you're, you're directly not listening to the word of God because God yeah. is me. And, you know, this is bad. And, you know, fire and brimstone and, you know, your yeah. kids are going to go to hell and all this other crazy shit. And you're left-handed, so you're going to get smacked. Right. <laughs> all, all bad. Guilty. Um, right, same. <laughs> during this time... Uh, Jim Jones was actually dosing himself with um, so much insane medication. Like he was on uh, amphetamines. He was on. He, he actually, when when he was dead, his autopsy actually revealed that he had lethal levels of phenobarbital in his system. <laughs> and the only reason that the gunshot killed him and not phenobarbital is because he had built up such an incredible tolerance to the drug because he used it so much. I feel like we should air quote medication. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, <laughs> interestingly enough, on uh, November 18th of 1978, there was, there was a situation in November where a senator, uh, Senator Ryan from California, had actually decided, you know, I have heard so many stories and there are a lot of these family members coming to me and they are really, really upset about their family members who have gone to the People's Temple and are out in the jungle in Ghana um, and, and they can't call us, they can't write us, they can't come home. We're concerned. This is a cult. We need you to go and you know make sure that our relatives and stuff are safe because we know that this Jim Jones character is, is not allowing them to leave. Right. So... The government in California, spearheaded by this Senator Ryan, decided he was going to hop on a plane and he was going to head down there. Okay. So he did. And when he got there, they threw a big party. And like, yay, welcome, Mr. Ryan, come on in, hang out with us, blah, blah, blah. They made... <laughs> Here's some drugs. <laughs> exactly. They made thousands of cheese sandwiches and, and served <laughs> flavor aid which is an off knockoff brand of Kool-Aid. Don't ever think it's better because it's not. And just, just, just literally through this party. Yeah. Listen, you just down talked all of my brethren in urban America that were broke and could not afford Kool-Aid. All right, <laughs> it, would one, it would have been the one time OCD saved my life. <laughs> Dude, I used to buy Kool-Aid for three cents a pack. Flavor aid is acceptable. It's just not preferable. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. They really stretch that word flavor. Right. They do stretch that word. Put enough sugar in any kind of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> or so, phenobarbital. Or phenobarbital. That's right. Then everything that's, tastes nice. <laughs> that's what it was. It was just that. <laughs> so anyway, after the party, um, you know, a lot of a lot of things had gone down and. Uh, Mr. Ryan had decided that he was going to take eight of these people that were part of the People's Temple 
home to California with him. Uh, they had come to him sort of kind of in private and said, you know, hey, we are trapped here and we don't want to be here. We want to leave. So this guy's like, great, come with me. Well, that wasn't going to work for Jim Jones. So one of his, one of his followers, one of his very, very dedicated followers, um, hopped into on a, to a tractor, go figure, and followed these people to the airport where Mr. Ryan and these eight escaped members, basically, were going to be boarding a plane back to California. And he killed all of them. Yeah. He just mowed them down with a gun. And so that kind of kicked off where the U.S. was like, oh, there's some shit going down here. Let's <laughs> pack up and let's head on down. And, you know, we'll bring the Army, we'll bring the National Guard, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right, right. Of course... Uh, the government in Guyana got into it, and they're like, yes, let's stop this shit right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they go, they go to Jonestown, and they basically surround it. Well, obviously at this point, Jim Jones is very aware that they're coming after him. You can't just kill, kill a people. senator <laughs> and, and Yeah, mostly just a senator. Okay. Right, 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 right. Uh, good point. Right. So... Fodder. He... <laughs> got all of his people together. And mind you, throughout the decades, these people had been doing multiple drills, uh, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, Military. about the horrible, horrible uh, capitalist pigs busting in and uh, taking away our rights and taking away our way of life. Sounds and familiar. If this ever happens, then we have to fight it, and we fight it with guns, blah, blah, blah. But we can never let them take us alive. So we will all, you know, do the right thing and commit a mass suicide where it will take our spirits... Opting out. Sorry. <laughs> where it will take our spirits directly to heaven and we can just live in peace forever. So he started mixing some shit. <laughs> he quite literally... By shit, I think she means all the shit. All like, not some. The like, shit. all the really shit. trying to get full flavor out of that flavor aid. Full flavor. <laughs> so it was actually a cherry-flavored flavor aid. And... It shows the worst one, too. <laughs> a mixture of... Not when you mix a little that shit. <laughs> true. A mixture of quaaludes, demerol, volume morphine, and over 11,000 doses of a drug called Thorazine, mm. which is commonly used in uh, mental hospitals and asylums to calm down uh, people who are having um, bad manic episodes with it's mental illnesses. Right. <laughs> so, um, and then of course with his own ridiculous habit of phenobarbital and amphetamines, he was absolutely delusional and super, super paranoid. So this, to him, was just a great idea. Got some bad shit. <laughs> right? So he decided, um, you know, we're going to mix this stuff up, and then we're going to give it to our children first. We're going to let the children go before us so that God can accept them, which kind of was weird to me because... If you're God, then how does God accept the children because you're still here? So, okay, whatever. Anyhow, so they literally lined up their kids and had them drink this flavorade cocktail of nastiness. And over 200 children, and by the time it was said and done, 
over 900 people in total lay dead. Bodies just piled, clinging to each other with horrible faces from what this drug did to them when it was killing them. How painful and awful that must have been. And if they decided they didn't want to do it, he would quite literally have them injected with cyanide. Just boom, straight to the vein. Like, you don't argue with... Do not pass go. Yeah, you don't argue with cyanide. So, it was just probably the most awful mass suicide slash, I'm going to call this murder event that has ever happened in the history of the world. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, Super hopeful that nothing like that should ever happen again. Uh, Not probably. To the best of my knowledge, that literally is the... It was the the single... The single single largest event of opting out. Can you really call it opting out at that point? I honestly believe it was murder more than anything. Yeah, it was. It was definitely murder. And the reason right. why I did the kids first is because if, what they, parents did the go first, no, no. if they did the adults first, the kids wouldn't take it. They would have ran. It would have been more of a problem well, with them. Well, that, exactly. That's why. That and what parent is going to live through that afterwards. What parents There's going to be a lot less resistance. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care how dedicated to this man who thinks that he's got... I don't care how dedicated you are... You're not going to watch your child die. You literally have no reason after this. And then not follow them. We all have kids or nieces and nephews that have kids. And we've all seen something bad happen. It's like, hey, go do that. And they're like, no. Exactly. (laughs) They're like, I don't think so. Nice try. So anyway, (laughs) this is where I actually throw away my notes. Because here we get into the paranormal section. So if you go into Jonestown... Guyana, these days you're going to find what used to be an old hangar called Hangar 1301. Mm-hmm. It is the absolute only building left standing in Jonestown. Everything else has been just decimated by time and of course the jungle growing yeah. back up over it. Well, there the are absolutely no roads leading from Georgetown, which is the capital city, to get out to where Jonestown used to be. Yeah. So, really, you're just grabbing a good off-road pickup truck and hoping for the best as you mow your way through the jungle if you want to find this place. Well, some brave souls have decided that that's exactly what they want to do. So, they get down there and guilt. Guilt is a very, very powerful thing. Guilt has caused this place to be absolutely overrun with the spirits of those who lived there. Yeah. We're talking about hearing mothers screaming, sobbing, hearing men shouting, hearing gunfire that there's nobody around, especially with a gun, hearing trucks speeding through the jungle like they're going up the road, Uh, hearing the sounds of just normal chitter chatter of people going about their daily lives and going in and out of the temple and in and out of their houses and planting in the garden and just all sorts of crazy crazy shit uh shadow people like you've never seen before that will literally come right after you (laughs) angry shadow people yeah no (laughs) super angry shadow people um they've come out with videos and SLS figures and EVPs and everything you can possibly think of. Probably one of the most haunted places in the world if we were ever actually to give it a go. No. But to date, maybe 300 people total in the last how many ever years have visited? Yeah. 
It's not a tourist attraction. The government does not want people there. They've actually got it pretty damn well hidden because they want you to stay out. The government finds the place absolutely cursed, (laughs) and they want nothing to do with it. They kind of wish they could just take those acres and just remove them. Yeah. And as we said in previous podcasts, when the government steps in and says, no, you're not going there, it's too bad. Then you know something's wrong. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I mean, in this particular case, I can see that a lot of things are wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But that also all comes back to the occult beliefs of so much bad stuff happened there that how can it not, you know, hold some sort of curse or bad juju or something. So, yeah. Well, let's let's face it. There's things in this world that we just do not understand. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't understand how they could follow somebody like that that's... (laughs) <laughs> to me, that's beyond me. I can't understand that. Exactly. But maybe that's not for me to understand. I can't say. Exactly. But I think the moral of the story, if you were done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the moral of the story is be selective on who you follow, who you listen to. Uh, my dad and mom gave me advice when I was very young. Uh, don't listen. Pay attention. Yeah. That's a fact. Listen, listen with your eyes instead of your ears. That way, because people have a way of influencing when they're talking to you, let's face it, all the people we talked about here had a very charismatic way of how they went about it. Oh, absolutely. And we can go down through history and pick out people who had a very charismatic way of Mm -hmm. talking about things and getting people to follow them and then literally just screwed up their entire life. I mean, let's, for just two moments, go back to um, the Third Reich. Right, right. Um, Hitler... Uh, despite the fact that he was, you know, he was an incredibly intelligent man, um, he had a whole lot of sway with a whole lot of different people. Yeah. But the reason and and the idea of how he could sway so many people to his way of thinking was that he had the most beautiful, eloquent, intelligent way of speaking that it literally just mesmerized people into believing that he knew what he was talking about and his confidence had to be real. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's how these people sort of win. Yeah. So this is my interesting take on it and how it pertains to even today, if we look at it. Uh, there is a very common similarity in my story, in Joe's story, mm-hmm. in your story, all at once, and even times today. In my story, we're talking about Stalin. We're talking about World War One. We're talking about Imperial Russia. In Joe's story, no, we're talking War about World War Two. In your story, in the Jim Jones time, we're literally dead barreling straight down Vietnam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and look at what we're, look at what we're going through today. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things where when people lose hope, they search for hope with. Everywhere. Anything. <laughs> right. um, if and you want to look at occultism and paganism and witchcraft practices and this and that. Um, since recent times, I would say since, since the virus, right? Yeah. The one that got us all. Um, what would you say if I told you that pagan belief systems and Druidism and even Norse paganism... Um, has all seen an uptick yep. in interest and popularity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, mind you, I think it's really important here to clarify that we're not talking about religion in general. 
whatever religion you choose to be, that's awesome. You do you. <coughs> what we're getting at is that at our lowest points, at our weakest moments, at our uh, at the times when we are to. so very unsure of something, we will literally reach for anything. Mm-hmm. And we cling to the first good sign that we see. And or what we interpret as a good right. sign. Feel-good moment. And yeah. Exactly, feel-good <laughs> moments. And that's what makes these these cults and occultists um, so so very popular and so very able to gain their audience and their followers. And that's what makes cracked out people like Jim Jones. Exactly. Charles Manson. Oh gosh, yes, he was him too. I mean, he basically yeah. rounded up all of the all of the young kids who weren't really wanted in their families. Yep. And he gave them a family. Yeah. So they followed him blindly. But yes, you are right. There's a common theme among all these stories. Mm-hmm. And it is very close to what's happening nowadays. It is, it's just down times. War is an easy pointer. Yeah. But it's just the idea that it's down times. There are struggles and economic struggles and stresses <laughs> that come with war. It, yeah. it happened even during the, the Great Depression. It happened during the stock crash before the Depression even set in. The Depression ended up going all into spiritualism. There was all kinds of crazy stuff related. Um, I, I think it's super, super important that we recognize this. And you know, There's an old saying that I've been told my entire life is that um, if you do not learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yep. I was just about to say that, actually. Yeah, see? Yeah. So I think that it is super, super important. This topic is way more than just a paranormal discussion. It, I think it also has a whole lot to do with, you know, Pay attention, and and Go ahead. I was just don't don't let don't let people sway you. Believe what you're going to believe and be strong in it, and don't let people sway you. No. If you're looking for something to cling to, look inside. Nope. And also, this leads to paranormal because if you mess with that stuff, you it has a weird way of coming back to bite you in the butt. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Uh, it's not. Be, the old saying, be careful what you wish for. That's right, because you just might get it. Yes. Uh, it it kind of goes around my belief of uh, don't mess with what you don't know. Facts. <laughs> All right? <laughs> That's Facts. a broad spectrum, but I'll get you. Listen, I mean, you got that file on your computer. You're like, what's that? Oh, I don't know. Delete it. I don't need it. It was a system file. Now your computer doesn't work. Right? Yeah, if yeah. you don't know what it is, just leave it alone. <laughs> so, so yeah. what is that? What is that new phrase that you're really loving? Fuck around and find out. Uh, I, I don't know new. if I refer to that as new. <laughs> well, you've been saying it a lot more recently. So, so yeah, fuck around and find out. Yeah, that's because people irritate me a lot more recently. Well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We prefer the dead. They're quiet. Er. I was about to say, no. (laughs) Actually, we get really excited when they're not. (laughs) (laughs) But look, no, it was an interesting topic. I think we all had great stories and we hit on a lot of interesting points here. Mm -hmm. And that is the point of this podcast. And I have no idea if this is what John was looking for or not, but I'm hopeful that he will let us know. (laughs) I bet we'll find out tomorrow after he does the editing. (laughs) We'll get a text, I'm sure. Uh, But no, again, guys that are listening, this is what we want you guys to do. We're here to debate stories, to talk about stories, and dive into things. Mm -hmm. We know we went a little bit over with the time and everything, but it's fine. We're generating discussion, and none of us just knew it because I looked up, and these two were just surprised that I said that. And Um, we're still kind of on par. I've been watching. Look at that, 51 minutes. Um, But 
We love the interaction you guys give us. Absolutely. So if you guys want to hear us talk about things that you're interested in or things from your side of the, where you live, please just email nolessparanormal.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes. Or, of course, message us on Facebook at No yes. Lights Paranormal. We even have a Twitter. It's just No Lights Para, P-A-R-A. Because, yeah. you know, characters. Right, <laughs> they, don't, they don't let you do all that much. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I love fan interaction or people interacting in general. I think it's phenomenal. Agreed. And you know what might also be really cool is if somebody just simply comments and says where they're from, and we can just do our own digging into all the different... Uh, history and paranormal in their city. Or possibly invite them on a podcast. Ooh, even better. And then we could be like, hey, what's your experience? Uh, I think something like that might be in the works. I'd like to have like fireside chats every yeah, once in a yeah. while and oh, yeah. add extra people. Now, mind you guys, like we said in the last one, we're definitely putting more equipment together and we're getting there. We're just yes. not quite there yet. And also, I have I got a personal message saying that I say the word. That's very interesting. Too much, so I've worked on honing that back. <laughs> very think... interesting that you said that. That's very interesting. Did I right, right. I don't know. Did you say it at all today? No. I didn't think once, so. Once. 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 He might have. I wasn't paying attention. I, if so, I didn't notice. Yeah. No, I've caught myself because I do listen to this podcast to try to make myself better and try to make things better for that. That's just how I am. Right. And I heard. I'm like, you sound like an idiot. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. You don't. I know. I. Uh, we record it, and I have not listened since episode four. Yeah. Uh, the reason why is because I find myself overly critical of myself and everything that goes on, I'm and I want I want to tweak the shit out of things like <laughs> every time that happens. And so, like when I'm like, oh, I want to tweak this, and John's like, No, it actually sounds pretty good. I'm like, I should just stop listening. Right. And I haven't listened since because I'm overcritical. Yeah. Uh, I'm my own worst cr- critic, and I know it. Facts. But facts. Okay if we do that. something super bad, shout out to Roger. I'm sure your dad will let us know oh, what's yeah. going on. Oh, he will. Yeah. He will. Yes. <laughs> He'll tell me, be like, son. <laughs> By the way, Roger, we love you. Uh, yeah, I love you, Dad. Um, but yes, all I'll say to wrap this up is love one another, keep your eyes open, and don't fall into despair. There's plenty yeah. of... Uh, celebrate Wellness Wednesday. Go to the woods. Take a hike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, if you check out the webpage, every single Wednesday we post Wellness Wednesday, which has something to do with, you know, grounding yourself or, you know, clearing your energy or whatever. Super good stuff. Super good stuff. And you guys can post stuff, too, if you have ideas that I don't post. Please let us know. Are you talking to me and Alex or the listeners? Everybody. I think Just making sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess it's just my general rule of thumb. Don't be a douche nugget. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't even go politically correct on that one. I just simply say, don't be a dick. No, I just like saying the word douche nugget. Douche nugget is a good so. word. <laughs> twat waffle. It rolls off the tongue so well. What is it? What is it? What is it, Cena? Is it? Is it Twatopotamus, Consosaurus Rex? I don't, I don't know. Cena, Cena. All right, this guy. Right. Nope, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, I believe that brings us to the end of the podcast. Am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, so whose topic's next week and what are we talking about? Since we're not talking about... Well, we definitely definitely need to tell at least our verbal stories about what happens. Uh, I mean, that's just an end of the podcast discussion. What's the topic next week? So... Wait, it was yours. Yeah, it is your topic, actually. Is it mine? Because you came up with this Because she has forest. I I had this one. No, I did forest. 
No, that's right. No. So it's yours. Oh. It's yours. Shit. Don't try to lay this Which on is me. hilarious because we did that in the last podcast, too. <laughs> okay. National Parks. We just uh, did Ah, no. Let's... You don't want to do haunted national parks? Uh, that goes right along with forests for the most yeah. part. Just Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I literally said in the podcast of the forest, like, every time you look up, you just find a national park website. I mean, you're not <laughs> wrong about that. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what. Let's not announce what the next one's going to be, and let's take fan suggestions. It's fair. That's Teresa Talk for I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Teresa Talk for I do not actually know what I want to do. That's Teresa Talk for this is going to take longer than the four and a half minutes we have left to record this podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty accurate. That's what that is right there. Um, I want to just we all got be like, cough tonight. Right. I want to just be like, blah, let's do this. Um, but there are so many different topics in my head right now, to be perfectly honest. How about ghost ships? Ghost ships. Ghost ships? Do, didn't I bring that up last time and we ended up not doing it? <laughs> I did not think you said ghost ships. <laughs> ghost shits. I'm like, you know. We got an EVP. Ghost shits. Oh, yeah. I got mine right oh, there. There's your story. Funny story. About an EVP. We were doing an investigation. Check our Facebook. It's up there. It is. It is. Is it that specific one? That, that specific EVP one. is up there. Where you're like, is anyone in the shitter? Yeah. I was walking by the upstairs and I just walked by and I just flippantly said, because sometimes my brain works weird and I just say odd questions. And I just looked over. I was like, hey, anybody in the shitter? And we got the EVP. Oh, yeah, I'm taking a shit. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> that is on our No Lights Paranormal Facebook page. You can find that EVP posted. Uh, it was posted on a Media Monday. Yeah, that's another one of our specialties. It yeah. has nothing to do with the fact that our podcast drops every Monday, I'm sure. Oh, nothing at all. Yeah. Like, we're selective. <laughs> so, so, also while we're at uh, UK, hello, Australia, hello, <laughs> we see you. Um, and yeah, everywhere in the U.S., including Alaska, we love you guys so much. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And also, we'll see anybody that comes to the cookout tomorrow in Wadsworth. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I unfortunately won't get to. If you're there, you we'll see you. Yeah. This before you, you won't hear this first, but yeah. Oh, that's right. My bad. I forgot. Good night, <laughs> folks. We'll see you next week. Good night, guys. Bye, guys.